very good morning to you on day 282 coming straight into I before I came on to record and speak to you this morning I went hunting for a quote that I knew I would have to share as part of what I've been thinking about and I was scrambling around looking for it long story short I'd come across this whilst reading uh, Oliver Sacks' autobiography on the move, which I highly recommend to anyone who just wants to hear about a full and rich life story of careers aplenty. But that was the book where I found this particular quote and uh, I've since reminded myself that I'm so moved by it, have I been, that I've now included it as the, the quote atop the preface of my book that will be out in a few months' time. Uh, you are not a fraud is with the editor at the moment. But in that preface, I give this quote and it really sums up the theme and prompt that I have for you today that I've been thinking about really as we come to a crescendo of the year's uh, undergraduate projects in our lab. And it's not just them I'm thinking about, although that's what sparked the thought. For an increasing number of people I've seen who, to come straight to this quote that I've built up, quote, I am enchanted by the prospect and paralysed by the reality of scientific research. That's by Jonathan W. Miller. He's a director, actor, author, or sorry, was a director, actor, author, presenter and physician, a polymath really. A slight tweak on the same quote that I've heard is I am enchanted by the prospect and haunted by the reality of scientific research and whether it's being haunted or paralysed by the reality as Jonathan Miller puts it there is a unfortunate meta reality if you like behind that quote itself a lot of the conversations I have around individual projects are actually not as much about the hardcore underlying science as you might think, but rather the justification or the want, the confidence, the desire to carry out the next experiment, to follow through with a thought that a particular researcher has had when they're bouncing ideas off me and thinking whether or not it's worthwhile. Now, up front, there is um, there's some value in thinking that way, right? You, there's time constraints to working on projects that are to run start to finish within a very strictly defined set of time. So time management is absolutely key. But what's a subtle contradiction to that way of being is the amount of time that you can spend overthinking whether or not to do an experiment when actually there would be less time spent just running the experiment and what impression I have as being the thing that haunts or paralyzes some people into doing that experiment is the fear that the experiment will fail and that that's what will make it not worthwhile and perhaps then it comes back to another aspect of academic research that 
those in this space will hear cynically uttered from time to time, which is that there is no journal of negative results, at least um, <laughs> not one of note at the time of recording. If you know of one, uh, let me know. Let me know. You could even let me know during the Q&A sessions that I'm subtly reminding you of. You can always reach out on the podcast web pages um, and upload an audio recording of any question or comment you've got for us. Um, but anyway, segue aside. Uh, oh, what was I coming to? See, I'll go off in these little segues hoping that you'll come and talk to me in the Q&A and I've, I've lost my train of thought. Um no, uh, I digress. I'm coming back. I'm coming back. Uh, when we're um, thinking about the time taken for uh, an experiment, yes, there's positive aspects of time management and prioritising what experiments you probably should do. But there are those perhaps more adventurous, ambitious, tinkering type experiments that, if done, might serendipitously lead to um, a discovery that you were never expecting. That's tying back into the earlier thread of uh, the Journal of Negative Results, which um, is cynically ethereal in the academic realm. There is uh, an overwhelming tendency to focus on the experiments that have gone fantastically well, that those that have played out the predictions that have been made ab initio, and those experiments that help stroke the human ego that uh, uh, we are the gods with the Lego in our hands and we're putting those blocks together at our will, uh, not realising all the while that uh, nature, uh, as wily as she always is, will always have surprises for us and uh, we shouldn't pretend to be able to predict everything um, and several reductionist dimensions for something that in reality could be a 500 or a thousand parameter problem. So when I'm having these conversations, I can see the cogs turning in uh, the minds of the researcher who's thinking about doing something that's perhaps a bit of a, of a stretch beyond what they've prescribed themselves as the safe must-do experiments to carve out um, a solid, robust story of research according to their plan. But I find it uh, remarkably challenging and is the reason why I'm here right now talking to you about this, um, remarkably challenging to get people past that hurdle, over that bump, and to just go ahead and do it. Uh, one of the little daily quotes I was putting out last year, uh, which I hope to turn into another book soon, was simply three words to learn, do. And behind that was this same theme that uh, oftentimes the thing that you need to actually uh, learn whether or not something's worth doing is just to bloody do it. That is the thing that will close the feedback loop more quickly than uh, perhaps over planning the whole thing and uh, risk mitigating an experiment. I must once again strawman my own argument because I know that uh, a lot of decisions are made based on limitations of time, as we've mentioned, but limitations in resource, 
both uh, at the consumables level and the personnel level. You know, there's a lot of things that need to be taken into account. But let's say, as is the case here, that, that there are many a situation, many a scenario in which all of those things are accounted for. There is time available. There's resource available. There's consumable money available. There's backup support and personnel available. All of those things accounted for. There are still those occasions where the researcher will haunt themselves into that paralysis of what the reality might be for their experiment. And assuming what way it might go as a worst case scenario can cloud the way, the other ways that it could go far more positively and even surprisingly that could feed back into their project in a bewildering array of ways, rich ways that can't possibly be predicted. And so I prompt you for this consideration for anyone in your care is, is to consider keeping uh, an awareness in mind of when it is that when all other things are accounted for, you find yourself in conversation with someone who is almost trying to convince themselves not to do an experiment that could bring them riches for fear that that experiment could bring absolutely nothing at all. Who is enchanted by the prospect and paralysed by the reality of the scientific research in your team? And if it's not the scientific research, maybe it's market research, maybe it's making a plan to go and see some friends you haven't seen in a while. People can be paralysed by a lot of plans for fear that they might go horribly or wrong. But what's missing is to actually go ahead and do that experiment and get the only feedback they could ever get to figure out if the decision was the right one and that is to just go ahead and do it. Thanks as always for being here. I'll see you again soon for another episode of the Read Indeed podcast. Take care. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, head over to the website where not only will you find the written blog versions of these podcasts, you'll find my leadership blog series, the daily thought series, and information about my book on managing the imposter phenomenon. We also have even more free resources and webinars linked to the YouTube channel. So head on over to Dr dash mark dash read dot com that's dr dash mark with a c dash r e i d dot com thanks again for listening